What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another middle of the week interruption. And this is a little mini sesh, Tyler. How you doing, brother? I'm good. These jerks have me working more over the week, which I do not appreciate. Unbelievable, man. I've been trying to talk to HR department, and it's just fucking you, Tyler, which is really disappointing when Stop I got in the office. Stop calling this number! You're the one who's been touching me. How are you going to fix this, Tyler? So what we're talking about this week, last week we did Tyler's biggest blunders. This week we're doing Ryan's biggest blunders. And I am somebody who feels awkward very often in life. I am somebody who feels a a, a little bit of embarrassment. But there are certain times in my life where I felt not just that in the moment embarrassment, but something that followed me around for days, weeks, Dare I say a lifetime, Tyler, and this is one of those times. Absolutely is, and I'm sure I'm sure as our audience knows that those stories that you are alluding to, the really big, grand, embarrassing ones, are always the best stories. Of course, of course. If I remember them forever, then hopefully you guys will too, and I mean, so many come to mind, but we're going to nail it down to just one of them. Yes, and we're just giving you bullets and, and weapons for your arsenal. That's exactly so start, right. Start stacking up for the end of the world. I believe a good relationship is based upon using the other person's vulnerabilities against them. You know what I mean? Really? <laughs> that's, that's genuine. He really <laughs> believes that. Why, why are you saying it like that? What are you talking about? When you've really got somebody nailed down because you know where the bodies are buried, that's true love. He doesn't poke the buttons. He stabs That's them. exactly right. <laughs> and not always with my fingers. So this week we are going to be doing a story. I, I'll tell you this, and this is really where a lot of my embarrassment lies. I think, perhaps I'm the only one, that I am a really intelligent guy. You are too. I'm just saying to set up for the story, I think I'm a pretty smart guy. I know a little bit about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that as much as it pains me to do so. And now here is the point of me saying that, not just to kiss my own ass, but also because I am also a total effing idiot. And I don't mean that to diminish myself. I'm saying it. I do very many absent-minded things. I have a lot of intelligences in certain areas, but a lot of times I don't just have common sense, which causes me great shame, Tyler. Mm -hmm. I can be unaware. Absolutely. Well, we spent so much energy over the course of our lives trying to perfect this identity and get knowledge that would make us look good sure. that we just totally bypassed all the necessary stuff. And honestly, how did we even make it this far? How are we still alive? Mother nature, appreciate you, dog. I, it's just modern technology and that evolution has stopped. Thank God for us, because we would have been picked off a long time ago. I was going to say, we would have been that three-legged warthog that's at the back of the pack getting its ass chewed on by lions. I and actually, not the good way. Not the good way. I may actually sign <laughs> up for that. So what happened is, let's dive right in. I went to work. I was working at a bar at that time. I went to work, and and I've kind of hinted around this before, but I'm just going to say it. When I was young, Tyler, I was a stoner, okay? I, not Really? Yes, I was. I, I, I dabbled in the devil's oh, lettuce. No. Yeah, I know. It was crazy, but I've learned my lesson. But back then... I was kind of absent-minded, Tyler. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I That stereotype of people who smoke marijuana, which actually may be true. It's absolutely true. It Come is on. absolutely if, true. If you do anything enough throughout the day that messes with your mental faculties, of course it's going to mess with your ability to remember and stay present. Sure, sure. And it will also teach you that regular life is boring, kids. (laughs) Yes. You want going to Publix and grabbing a gallon of milk to be an adventure? Marijuana, but I don't do it. (laughs) It's called a panic attack. I don't do it. I don't do it, but I would support you if you did. What you're saying, what you are saying I'm not saying anything. I'm trying to tell a story, Tyler. (laughs) And you're you're getting 
getting in the way. What you are saying is that if you find life boring, you know what you should try? Like everybody does. Anxiety. That's sure. what you should do. Pick up some anxiety what for your boring What is anxiety life. but another word for adventure, Tyler? <laughs> I don't think that's true. Listen, there's never been a great fairy tale told of somebody sitting on a couch watching TV, okay? It's you fighting a dragon, which is just Beavis a cashier at the, at the grocery store. Beavis and Butthead. I digress. I pulled up to this bar, and I was a bit absent-minded at the time. I was in a different headspace, as it were. Now- He was high, ladies and gentlemen. I, this was a different time. A different time. And, and the weed wasn't as strong. So I went into- <laughs> Not that I would know. <laughs> my place of business, okay? And I worked my shift. I did my magic. I, I conferred with the regular people, mm, Tyler, yeah, which yeah. hurts me. Well, so, well, well, you you get into a rhythm even when you're stoned. You do something enough, you learn how to do that thing stoned. Especially when you're stoned. I, I just read an article very quickly, a little aside here, about people who do jujitsu. And, oh, I didn't read an article. It was on Joe Rogan. When Joe Rogan was talking to Ben Shapiro, somebody sent me that video, and I found it to be really interesting. Okay. Um, where you get stoned before you do jujitsu, or a lot of people do, not everybody, and it just puts you in such a tunnel vision that nothing matters other than that. And I think people who smoke know what it is that I'm talking about. Absolutely. It's it's a it's a much lighter version of Adderall. Sure. Where it just focuses you in sure. on whatever it is. But Adderall, I don't know the science behind it, but it chemically forces you to focus on one thing. Yeah, how the fuck does that work? I, illegal cocaine, bro. Just do cocaine like an adult. <laughs> Jeez. Have, fun. Have fun with it. Good Lord. Uh, but weed... It causes you to focus on the one thing, not by the chemicals themselves, but just by the anxiety of the situation. Well, you know what it is? And I've had this conversation with a lot of people. And, and again, we're not seriously advocating marijuana. It has become legal in so many states. It has been, become recreational in so many states. So do your own homework. Figure out what it is. Only a matter of time. I would just say, and I think one of the reasons why so many people don't want you to do it, especially people in the government, is... It causes you to take in a different version of the world, not just through your eyes and ears and those kind of things. It connects you, perhaps, if you believe these sort of things, to something bigger. Well, I, we talk about all the time about perspective. Life is all about perspective. How, how you experience the world, no matter the scenario, is how you perceive it to be. Of course. And with weed and with alcohol and anything else for that matter... You are changing your perspective. You are altering your perspective so you're not getting the world... Uh, how you would normally get it, I guess I would say. Your awareness of your thoughts and feelings become heightened. Your your sensations of everything become heightened. Sure. You know what? I was wrong. We are advocating it. So I go into work. I do my thing. It is time for me to leave. And now I have come upon something that's happened to a lot of people, marijuana or not, where you can't find your car keys. Can't find my car keys. And I'm looking around. I'm very worried. Now I'm worried that I locked them in my car. This was a different time. This was an analog time. So we were still. We weren't just putting a uh, pushing a button like you, lazy little pussies. Well, he had. Well, that's showing your age too, because they're not even pushing buttons anymore. What? Oh, you mean you mean to start the car? See. Oh, that you meant to get in. I see. Now I'm just picturing you going to the front of the car and just turning the crank that's really exactly hard. Right. That's you know. Awooga. <laughs> so I go to look in the window. God forbid I lock my keys in. That's such a pain in the it's, ass. It's a shitty feeling. The door is open. I get in and I'm looking around for my keys. Can't find them. I finally find them and they are in the ignition tire. <laughs> they are in the ignition in the on position. I left 
the car on. Now, I'm immediately swept with shame, with worry. I don't have enough money to buy a new car. What the fuck has happened here? Somebody could have stolen this. Mm-hmm. I-, I can't tell anybody because I look like a fucking asshole, yeah. Tyler. Yep. Yeah, and, and I have been in the scenario where I have left my key in the ignition, but then I was like, oh, wait, where is my key? And then lean in and turn it off. That experience alone, I come out of the car looking around like, did anybody know that I got out of my car while it was still on? You walked away from it. It is well known that I don't like unsightly bulges in my pants, Tyler. So I was happy not to have it. Just, just that one. And that's it. But it's in the back. <laughs> but the problem is, is that I, I didn't just walk away from my car and go, hey, where's my keys? I worked a nine hour yeah. shift. <laughs> I worked a nine hour shift. Now, here's something that people don't know about me because you look at me. I have my beard. I have my muscles. And people are like, that's a fucking man. That's a man. That, that's obviously like, what that's people a think. Yeah. That's obviously what people think. I don't know shit about cars, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Don't know no damn thing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pick a radiator out of a line of. I can't think of another, another car, car part, Tyler. Another That's car it. part. I don't know another car part. That's it. <laughs> the, 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 the ignition? Dad that used piece? to put in radiators and that's all I know. For, for sure. And and that's the whole thing is men, men, it's that old ideal of men know how to work on the car. If the car breaks down, you pop open the, I ain't touching the fucking hood. I don't hood. know shit. I don't, you might as well hand me hieroglyphics. I don't know what's happening. You open up that, that hood and it's just Latin in there. I will break the car further if you let me get in there. So here is my immediate thought, and I don't know now in retrospect why this is what was running through my mind. Immediately, I thought I left the engine on for all of this time, and I burned out the engine. Now, some people are listening to this who are car people, and they already probably know how this story is going to end, mm. but I digress. I immediately thought, like, I, I blew out the engine. I, the the battery is that, fucked. See, that's where my right. brain would have gone was, oh, man, I ran out of battery. And those things are hundreds of dollars sometimes. So man. I got to go into my job at midnight and let these people know what happened. And this was before Uber. You know what I mean? So oh, the other yeah. bartender and I closed down the bar and she gave me a ride home. So now in the morning, I was dating somebody at the time. This has to be taken care of. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't be without a car. Sure. And, and I lived far away from my job. So now she's taking me back and forth. We go over there the next day. I take the battery out. I'm praying that it's the battery. I take it to an auto parts store. I buy a new battery and just bring it back. Mm. I didn't know how to change it yet, but I figured it out. I did it. We were not, we're still not adults at this point. Right. We definitely were not adults back then. Right. <laughs> so I tried to turn it on with the new battery. It doesn't start. Mm. I'm like, dude, I fucked this car up. Long story short, That car sits on the side of my restaurant for a week, okay? I'm just getting rides back and forth. I am totally inconveniencing everybody who has unfortunately called me a friend. Uh I am just Uh in a bad place. And back then, because I was so bummed out about it, I just didn't even want to take care of it. It was just like, I can't even focus on this right now. And it's sitting there, and every single day, people are like, yo, what's up with your car? And I'm like, dude, I I just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Stop asking me questions. I don't know. What do I look like? A, a car doctor? I don't freaking know. Damn it, Jim. I'm a bartender. So finally, after a week, I have accepted that this is an issue that probably needs to be remedied. That I need a car. I can't ignore it any longer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the woman that I'm dating at the time has AAA. And I know a guy who's a mechanic who has worked on my car at a discounted rate for a very long time. I had him saved in my phone. His name was also Ryan. I am saved as Rykanic. I don't know why I'm giving you that fact, but that's just the truth. Because you're proud of it. I am I am proud of it. Right? That's exactly what it you is. You throw yeah. Rye on the yeah. on the front of anything, Rye pad, Rye phone. It all works, man. So mm-hmm. go ahead. You have no, one. No, no, Please? no, no, no. Please, terrible. I'm intrigued. No, I, keep going. I love this Because game. it doesn't even make any sense. Right, right. <laughs> 
Risolutely. I guess that kind of works. Not really. It was terrible. Yeah. So I take my car. She has AAA, luckily, and she's very nice, and she offers to use it for my car. I take my car. I get it put up onto a flatbed truck. I was just going to point out that in a world of technology, in a world of everything at your fingertips digitally, AAA is still a hell of a thing, man. Like, is you're it? just going to send somebody out, and they're just going to fix my problem for me? Well, what, awesome. what app are you going to develop that's going to fix that? I mean, you, that will always need but I'm somebody saying, to come get your fucking car. No, no, but what I'm saying is it's always been around. All these evolutions, and there's just still nothing better than somebody showing up and Fixing your problem for you. My hero. (laughs) So this guy comes and puts it on the flatbed of his truck. Now, unfortunately, the restaurant that I work at and where this guy's garage are 10 miles apart. Mm. Now, that's going to put a little bit of a dinger into your AAA coverage. Okay. So, but she was very nice at the time. I bet she's a real bitch now. Just kidding. Jess, sorry about that. (laughs) Jesus. So we bring it all the way down there. We unload it. I'm happy that I finally made a move on something. I've accomplished something. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. It's, it's been it's looming. Taking care of a responsibility. There really is, a, and I mean this seriously. There's a certain high to that. It's, especially, absolutely. Especially when you live in a, in a period of your life when you're not taking care of any of your responsibilities. Even oh yeah, glad we we got out of that. <laughs> and, and it's a dire circumstance. I need my car. I've been inconvenienced for so long mm. that the bad now outweighs the good. Yeah. Essentially. Yep. So we get it over there. I drop it off with him. And he comes out. Now, this was also a stoner that I knew named Ryan. He was very talented when it came to the automotive world. A whiz with cars. Sure. We all know somebody who's just well-versed with cars. Mm. It's just something that they've been interested in for a long time. Sure. So this guy comes out. I tell him my sob story, okay? And I'm just frustrated at this point. I just don't know what to do. We drive the 10 miles, okay? And as you can imagine, that put a real ding in her triple A uh, situation because there's only a certain allotted amount of time that you could do it. But I was happy to accomplish it. You and I have talked many times that that's what it's like to be an adult, to accomplish things, to fix them. That's what makes you feel, I mean, that's why they call it accomplished because that gives you that feeling. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. There is something to be said where I'm sure people who take care of their responsibilities in the moment are like, yeah, it feels good, but what are you guys talking about? Losers. When we are so low energy-wise and we're not taking care of any of our responsibilities, to go and take care of a serious one is literally a serious accomplishment for people like us. It's a runner's high without ever running a fucking single step. So we drop it off. I go back home and I'm like, all right, we've got this all covered. I'm, I'm with the woman at the time. All right. Now we're just waiting. So the guy calls me up and he goes, Hey, I mean, I'm telling you maybe like half an hour later, this guy calls me up and he's like, Hey, are you still close to here? And I live pretty close to the, to the garage. He's like, Hey, could you could you come over here for a minute? And so I'm thinking like, oh no, dude. My, He's going to give me such bad news. My engine is blown up. Yeah. Like how could I not have seen that my engine was on fire when I dropped this off? You well, know what I, I mean? Th- I think, I, no, the smoke's supposed to come out of the front, right? Wait a minute. The exa- I, we don't have front exhaust on this? I could have sworn I paid for that. Yeah, I, um, yeah, and the thing is, it's, it's almost as bad as getting a phone call from the hospital and then going, can you come down here, please? Like, oh shit, something Can you bad. just tell me over the phone? No, 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 no. I need you to be in our in our care and, when I tell and you. Sitting down. Sure, sure. Can you can I put this IV in you just for a second? No problem. So I get all the way over there and I'm thinking, like, dude, this is gonna be bad. So we get there, and this it's funny that you said uh, like a hospital, because this guy has like a bedside manner 
Florence Nightingale kind of look on his <laughs> like, face. Like he's about to just drop the fucking hammer right. on you. No, no, he looked almost concerned. And uh, this guy was also a stoner. That's yeah. probably how we met at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was with all his buddies. They would all just hang out at his garage and they were all there. Oh. So we get there. I'm with this woman and he's standing there and he has his hand on the hood and he goes... So, uh, so, so you, you left it on. He's asking me about the story and I'm following up with him and he, and he looks at me and he just kind of goes, is there any chance <laughs> that this car is out of gas? <laughs> and the sinking feeling that I have in my stomach at that moment is that can't be true. Wait, that's not true. Okay. I'm going through all these things. It's such a rapid uh, moment. Also, I'm thinking, could I get down on my hands and knees and shimmy underneath the car to where nobody would ever see yes, me again? Yes. Well, I would right. imagine in that moment, you are praying for a blown engine. Well, here's the Please deal. Please let it be a blown engine. It's funny that you say that because <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, I don't want a blown engine, but seven, $800 of damage seems feasible. I would pay that to get the fuck out of this. So this guy has, I don't know what sort of incantation this is, but he has a can. It looks like WD-40, but uh -huh. I assume it's something else. And he sprays it into the manifold of the car and one of his other buddies, which I'm assuming they've already done this before I got back, turns the key and the car starts oh. up. And I look at this motherfucker and I'm thinking, do I kill everybody here? <laughs> How dare you do this to me? I could get out of this just by committing five murders. And, and it would be worth it. And my girlfriend. <laughs> Sorry. That's something. When, that, when it finally started, did you turn to her and be like, so this is the part where you break up with me now, right? Is this where you leave me? Wrong place, <laughs> wrong time. You're dead is what I thought. And, uh, and <laughs> I, I have experienced, so I, I still do a lot of times. I'll go to the gym and just feel awkward. I'm sure. thinking like, hey, does this person, maybe that's embarrassing to admit. Is this person thinking about me? It's these fleeting moments. Well, I think of, everybody has those. Sure. Yeah. And, and hmm. mine feel really loud sometimes and don't sometimes. Almost like when you go to a football game and when they huddle up, you think they're talking about you. Why? What did they say? <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I heard what you said down there. <laughs> <laughs> that jackass in 17B is back. So I'm thinking in that moment, this is as embarrassed as I think that I have ever been. Yeah. Like, how could I be that stupid that I left my car there? And, and I thought also now I got to go back to work and I'm just going to tell people like, I'm going to tell people something bad happened. Mm -hmm. I cannot face up to this embarrassment. This is just too much. I left my car in a parking lot for a week. Took it, took the battery to the auto parts store, did all these diagnostics because I was out of gas. This is too embarrassing for me to handle. I will never divulge my secret at work, Tyler. Yep. And there is something to be said about going through all the complexities of all the things that you need to do to fix the situation. And yet it is the simplest solution. It is the simplest Occam's razor, Tyler. Mm -hmm. It's always the simplest solution. Mm -hmm. So I, I invested in the idea that I will never leak this information to anyone ever. I got back to work and within like five hours, I could not help but tell people because it was such a good story. It's a great story. It's a great story. Ryan's Biggest Blunders, volume how, one. I got to ask, how, how, what was the reaction of the group of friends? Oh, they were they snickering this fucking idiot because they're car people. 
The no, car no, people. No, no. But, but were they were they being delicate with you, or were they uh, were they openly like kind of mocking you a little bit? They were like a group of guys would do. They had already been mocking. They didn't know me, so they had already been mocking me, and they were mocking me amongst themselves, but also had that pitying, just ah, oh, you sad little yep. fucker. Yep. And yep. they were right. Which they is, had every right. Which is so much worse. Yeah, I'd rather you was. make fun of me to my face. It was. Oh. I wasn't in on it, dude. No, I was not in on no, it. And really, no. the purpose of this whole episode is just to let you know, I haven't forgotten, you <laughs> motherfuckers. I will find you. I don't know your names. I don't know anything about you. I and forgot what you look like. I don't have a particular <laughs> set of skills, but I will make life hell for you or for me. I'm not sure which, but I'm going to give it a shot. Step one completed. And that <laughs> Step two. is Ryan Biggest Blunders <laughs> Volume 1. Thank you guys for being here with us. We hope that you're enjoying these little, these little sessions because we enjoy giving them to you, even though you're interrupting the flow of my day mm -hmm. in the middle of the week. So actually, I'm not enjoying it. You're welcome. But we're committed to making you guys happy by making us upset. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Okay. Sorry about that, man. Okay. Loosen out. Loosen out. Neither of us are ready. I was loose, Tyler. No, neither of us are ready. When you and I just did that whole pregame, I was very loose. I liked how it was going. to the pregame. We were discussing Ryan's anger. I, and, and do you think this made it better or worse? I'm going to go ahead and say worse. I'll kill you! <laughs> there, was, there was talk of kicking a puppy, which was kind of funny. I did there the rough was, joke, which everybody loves. Just loves it. Whenever you loves talk it. about dogs, I say that something is rough. That, you know? there, there's a clamoring for sure, it every time. Sure. Sure, sure, heavy on the clam. So we did all of that stuff. I talked about the frustrations that I feel when earphones get ripped from your ears, the yes. unreasonable. That is one of the things that makes me angry fastest is when my earphones are ripped from my ears by a kitchen drawer. It sucks the way I'm telling it now, but I swear to you, 10 minutes ago, I told it hilariously. Well, well I don't know about hilariously. Hilariously. Isn't, um, isn't that on you for still using the landline of headphones? But the reason is I use my AirPods when I go to the gym. I use the the auxiliary headphones when I'm around the house just to say battery. Gotcha. I, I think understand. that makes sense. I think I have two solutions for you. First, you're what? rich. Buy another pair of headphones. Fuck off. Or second, stop going to the gym. Problem solved. Gym who? No, no, not that gym. Keep no, going to that I'm gym. I'm going to finish telling my shameful story Soft that I was, I was telling. I was in the middle of it. This is all disjointed. I got to get loose. I'm, I'm frustrated again. I was feeling good. Ah, oh, Haitian army, beseech my cry. So I was just talking about how I can get really frustrated with machines. And the purpose is you're literally created for one job. I'm not doing that internet meme of a saying, you had one job. I mean, you are. Uh, like I am, but I literally mean it. A VCR has one job. Play my fucking movies, bitch. Okay, I'm still frustrated. I'm still frustrated. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Although you are calling a VCR a bitch, so that's okay. Well, what if the VCR is showing bitch-like behavior style? <laughs> then it's a bitch. That's it. And I'm going to call him like I see him. Without the setup that we had prior to me hitting record, um, I think there's a lot of people that are listening to this right now going, VCR? We're old. I covered it in the in the session zero of pre-games, you pieces of crap. Ryan this is and the I sequel. watched VHSs growing up. That's that's the age that we're at. We As did up. everybody else over 30. 
Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I guess, unless you were poor and you couldn't afford VHSs. If, if that's the case, shut this off. What? You're, we're, you're not the demographic for this. No, no. yes, you are. You're, we want broken Fuck things. That. You're a bad person. I, this this podcast is for Richies only. <laughs> just kidding. No hotties, I just no kidding. Richies. No hotties <laughs> and no Richies. We don't want you. No, so so the idea is this is one of my shameful admissions, one of my earliest memories as a child, perhaps some foreshadowing for what we're talking about right now. I put in a VHS. I don't remember what it was. It could have been the never ending story. Who knows? And I put it in and for some reason it didn't play. And I remember this is embarrassing. I probably shouldn't be admitting this as a seven year old kid just wailing <laughs> Punching yep. that VCR in the face, yep. I guess. Yep. It's literally the face, mm-hmm. as if it were a grown man, just wailing on it. Is that bad? Is that bad? It certainly is foreshadowing, but sure. I, I I will meet you on that plateau. Sure. I have admitted on the show uh, before Uh-oh. that I have, no, that I have I've smashed hundreds oh, of yeah, Xbox yeah, yeah, controllers yeah, yeah. Or, or all all video game controllers over the course of my life. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, and, hold on. And that might be some foreshadowing. We need well. to slow down here because I need for you guys to really absorb what he just said. Yeah. I punched a VCR and it sticks out in my mind because it was wacky. I was yeah. at, I was at Ani's house yeah, yeah, in yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, it was old timey, uh-huh. like the first VCR ever, ever made. Uh-huh. Tyler, uh-huh. on the other hand. Yes. Stop making those sexual noises. No, no, no. I'm, well, I'm, going, talking I'm, about I'm so enthralled. Emotional discourse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has smashed hundreds it could be over a thousand how, i don't know how how do you support that when you didn't have income those things are expensive how I, did you smash thousands and then get a new one did I, anybody look into this i had income yeah no the irs was a little preoccupied yeah, hey, with other stuff are you making meth with playstation um, controllers i did have an income it's just the majority of it uh was uh going towards controllers wow yeah, wow which yeah. is ironic because you seemingly had no control, Tyler. Ironic. Uh, <laughs> it's like 10,000 spoons when all you really need is a controller. The, I don't get that reference. The first time I ever got a tetanus shot was because of my Xbox. So, would you like me to follow through on that story? The Xbox finally won around, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got so, it was when I was, this is a real Jeez, shameful admission. I, this was when I was. Pro- people come to us for self help. Because you need to know how damaged we are and what we've crawled out of. We seem the, to be sad. Early, we are sad, oh, Ryan. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, this was probably early 20s, and I was in the, the heat of, of anger. Right? You could say I was in heat. The roaring 20s. Yeah. To a certain extent, yes. All right. And uh, I had smashed my controller. I got a new controller um, that same night. Continue to lose at that game. What game was it? There's no chance you uh, remember. Call of Duty, I'm sure. Uh, I played that like crazy D-O-O-D-Y. Or maybe Halo. And the controller just wasn't doing it for me, so I picked up my Xbox and just smashed it on the ground. Oh, okay. And did it over and over again. Chasing the dragon. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, Xboxes, yeah. the outer shell is mm, plastic. Really? The inner core, <laughs> metal, baby. Where the nutrients are. Metal. So yeah. I smashed it to the point where the plastic all flew off. Mm. Some of the metal had bent off, and mm. when I went for that final smash... It sliced. I still have this big old scar on my finger. You wow, can see. Oh, nice. Slashed my finger down sure. the middle, uh, almost to the bone. So okay. I would say the Xbox won that round. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up this pregame and just the show because I need to get the fuck out of here because you are terrifying. <laughs> this is like 10 years ago. You are terrifying. It's probably grown in size and it's diameter. So much worse. And what I mean by that is the monster inside of you. Let's get this out of the way.